Hey, welcome back to Younger and Older with Jason and Dave. And we jumped into a, a good discussion, I think, Dave. Uh, we've been talking about, um, kind of talked about loneliness and then jumped into a talk about suicide because I think it's a growing trend, if you want to call it a trend. Uh, oh, it is. In our, in our culture. Yeah. Uh, with, with people all different ages, mm-hmm. whether it's young, middle, old, it doesn't matter. Um, and, and research shows that it's actually increased in the last, you know, four or five years um, significantly than it was before. And uh, we've kind of talked about how a lot of it has to do with, with our, our, our misled expectations on life and how we try to look to this life in and of itself to, to give us the satisfaction. And we use the illustration of the carrot. Um, and I think, I think it's our culture itself. You know, we tend to isolate ourselves. I mean, you look at, uh, I mean, I look at life today. And, and even technology and smartphones and all that. And, and whether or not you want to say that has an influence or not, I think it, you know, our culture is more isolated now than it was when I was in high school. And that was 15 years ago. You know, and, and high school was a longer. Oh, yeah. We don't want to say how much longer. No, a lot longer. I graduated in 74. 74? Yeah. Wow. I don't even know what happened in 74. Yeah, I graduated. You graduated. That's what happened I, in I 74. I, I wasn't even <laughs> a twinkle in my parents' eyes at that Vietnam point. Vietnam War, gone. There you go. Yeah, that's that era. Oh, there you go. But we did a lot of things without televisions and media back then. Right. Well, because televisions were about the size of what? A, 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 a they office were, desk? They, they were huge. And phones huge. were... Huge. Yeah, huge. They were attached... Wall, uh, phones were attached to walls. Oh, I remember that. We got long cords, though. So we could walk around the house a little did bit. Did you have the rotary ones where it like... You had to like. We had the rotary run to camp when we first came. Yes, we did. And and there's some people out there listening, like, what in the world is he talking about? And pay phones. Do you know that when we first started the year-round ministry here at Silver Birch Ranch, we had to give our number to the operator so they could bill us. Really? Yeah. So every long-distance call, the operator would say number, please, and you give them the number. And, did they uh, always say it like that? Yes, they did. They okay. always had a nasal tone to them. I have no idea why. <laughs> was that a, a prerequisite to work for the I think so. I think you come in, you got a nasal tone, you can work for us. <laughs> <laughs> so you would never have a chance. No, well, I, get, I can go nasal. I just, you know, I, number please. <laughs> I can do that. Anybody can do it if they try. That's true. You know, so come That's in true. with a couple of corks in your nostrils or something. Right. Yeah. You know, but what I was saying about, you know, about technology is that we, we've become so focused on self that that we've kind of pushed everybody else out and pushed the world out and so if our needs aren't met from the way that we stimulate ourselves with this world then we're left hopeless right you know and then when we're left hopeless we no longer have a safety net or a community that would help speak truth into our lives to help us realize that our thought process might have have gone wrong at some point absolutely you know i mean you look at it the bible's clear in the beginning god not yeah. in the beginning jason right so that's where you start. If God isn't a part of your life today, life is not going to make sense. Yeah. Because it's not meant to be for the here and now and not for the forever. And it's not meant to ignore God. We were each made to enjoy God and to enjoy each other. Yeah. We were made to do that. And if you're not doing that, if you're using God and using each other, that's not how you're made. And you'll be miserable. The answer isn't to correct it and get people around that you could use for your pleasure. The answer is to have a relationship with God the way it's intended to be. Yeah. And we'd love to help you do that. You can go to uh, relate365.com. There are counselors there you can talk to. I mean, honestly. Hit the button at the bottom of the page. Yeah. We'll take you to somebody. You know, I, I, I kind of categorize people. If you didn't hear our first half of this, please go download it from the Relate 365 site. But 
there are three kinds of people, I think, in the world. They're the, the carrot people. Yep. They'll get up today and they'll think, if I made more money, if I were more popular, if I drank more beer, whatever, I, I'm going to be happier. So yeah. they go out and they do that. And, and what happens is that wears off and they go, well, I must not have had enough yet. Right. Or I must not have enough money or whatever. And they do it again and again. Finally, they realize it doesn't work. Then there's the depressed people. They're the ones who realize the carrot didn't work. So now what do they do? Because there's no carrot. I mean, you right. can change vegetables if you want or whatever, but it won't work. Because you're not meant to chase those things. And then there's the satisfied people. Those people in life who are genuinely satisfied with where they're at. And, you know, I've met those many people who have physical disabilities, who are poor, that love life. Right. That love every day and love getting up and enjoy God. And that's what you're meant to be. True enjoyment and satisfaction cuts across all the lines economically, cuts across all barriers. No matter what your circumstances are, you can be joyful. Right. That's the difference. And, and so when someone comes to me and says, this life doesn't make sense, and, and I'm thinking about ending it, I'm going, yeah, you, don't, you must not know God. You must not love God and walk with God, because that's the only answer. Right. It isn't another carrot. Right, right. So have you ever been to a, a doctor? I have. Do you listen to him? Uh, yeah. Okay, so if a doctor told you, you need to eat only spaghetti. I would question it. Yeah, I think I would. <laughs> I could probably come up with a better example. But if, if, if a doctor gave you some instructions, sure. if you came to him and, and he gave you some instructions, um, I had a friend um, who is a doctor, and we talked about it. When I would go in and see him, yeah. I would ask him how many people he treated where they ignored everything he said and then came back to him in an emergency situation because they ignored everything he said. Yeah. And he rolled his eyes. Like, that happens all the time. Huh. And I, I told him, I said, you know what, honestly, I decided if I'm going to pay you to come and see you, I'm going to listen to you. Right, right. And if I go down, it's because you gave me bad advice. Right. And he said, thank you very much. Because <laughs> that's... Why I'm here is to try right. and help you. Right. I think people treat God that way. It's like, here, I understand I'm supposed to love God, but I'm not going to, but I'm going to try and be fulfilled in life without him. Right. <laughs> nice right. try. Not going to work. And, and that'll happen 100% of the time. It, or I know what God has said. I'm, I, maybe I'm a believer. I put my trust in Jesus Christ. I know what God has said. But I'm not listening. Right. I'm going to live the way that I think that I want to live. So during the crisis, then you hit the prayer chain. Right, the sugar daddy. Right, so let's get, the, let's get God, my sugar daddy, to bail me out now because I didn't listen to him, and he has the power to bail me out, so he should. Right. Really? Right. No wonder we're messed up. That's right. not how any relationship will, will really work. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know how, it seems to me that in America especially, that in this day and age, we have ignored God. Mm. So how do we change that? In your generation, yeah. as I look at you, you know, you're right now, you're a father of three. One just came. You know, obviously you have a relationship with three young boys, your wife, you work here at Silver Birch Ranch. Yep. How do you keep focused on what's important? It, it takes intentionality in realizing that it's more than just the here and now. You know, I mean, if you look at, at my boys, if I was just to focus on the instant gratification... Oh, man, that would go fast. <laughs> right. You know, because, I mean, my oldest is four, all right? And then my, my second one is about a year and a half, so he's about getting to that, that right. crazy experimental stage. And it almost feels like every day, like, I'm a broken record. Right. You know, 
And and for some people, it's like, well, what's the point of parenting then? If I'm just going to say the same thing over and over again, and they never listen to me. Well, it's more than that. It's having the big picture in mind, you know, realizing that someday they're going to grow up and, and, and take the things that, that, I, that my wife and I have taught them and actually live out and, and see the value in that. And, and I think there's so many parallels to our, our relationship with God, because I think sometimes we get that God is our father. And, and it's the same sort of thing is that he cares for us and he loves us. And so we may go through things in life that, that may, might be hard, that might not make sense, that might actually take time to get through, but it doesn't mean that it's not there for a purpose and that on the other side of it will bring us more joy. And you said a key word, you said intentionality. Yeah, absolutely. So you actually have um, certain intentions. You do things specifically relationally in your family. Yeah, absolutely. And it's I've not going to happen by itself. Yeah, so it's so anyone who's sitting there saying, I just hope that all my relationships are healthy and I'm going to sit here and look at my phone. Right. That's, that's not, not going to work. work. That's not going to work. No, there's got to be some, And that's the value. I mean, you and I, two different generations, and we're sitting here talking, and there's value to that. Yeah. There's value because people can look at things and evaluate things differently. Right. Not necessarily right or wrong all the time because we're people. Right. But differently. And that input is important in a life for evaluation purposes. Right. I don't think in our program I've ever told the elephant story, but let's say you never saw an elephant. Okay. So I wanted to show you one, so I blindfolded you. Okay. And I brought you into a zoo, put you in the elephant cage, put your nose against the elephant, and whipped the blindfold off and said, this is an elephant. What would you see? Uh, a, a drooly, wet yeah. trunk. You, yeah, it depends on where I put your nose. Yeah. But, Depen- but yeah. basically, it's going to be pretty dark and rough. It'll be, and, yes. Yeah, it's not going to be pretty. Right. So if I backed you off from the elephant just one inch, yep, would that be a whole lot better? Slightly, but not a whole lot. Yeah, you're still going to get it's pretty still ugly. Still going to be ugly. Yeah, yeah, I don't care how you slice that one. It's 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 going to smell ugly and be ugly, yep. etc. But if I could get you behind the fence, or even if I could get you off the world, and you could still somehow give me a vision where you could see that elephant, put it in context of the universe. Yeah, it's a different story. Oh, absolutely. You know, I would suggest that our listeners who are thinking that life isn't worth it, et cetera, first and foremost, I believe that's, that it's not because you're having a mental problem. It's because you've actually realized that life without God isn't going to measure up and you can't figure it out. Let me remind you again that death without God is worse. Yeah. You need to straighten that problem out now. And part of the problem is your face is smashed up against the elephant of life. Mm-hmm. And so it's dark and rough and hairy and all that kind of stuff because you can't get the distance you need to see things and be healthy. Yeah, You need to have a way in your life to back it off. And that's what the scriptures do for us. They allow us to see life the way it was intended to be and have a way to evaluate it. And that's where relationships, different generational relationships can come in. They help talk about things that you're not thinking about because it'll allow you then to evaluate things from a different perspective, and that's extremely important. Absolutely. And, and that's, that's where we need to encourage people in this situation to, to reframe their mindset. You know, and so even if you're out there listening, you, know, you might not even be open to the, the, what our suggestion is here is to kind of rethink things um, because you're so uh, mis, uh, misguided. Yeah. In, Absolutely. In, you're in guided. The that, you know, in the way that you're thinking. You know, and it's not like that's, you know, it's, I don't want, it's not like I'm pointing a finger. It's just saying, let's talk about this and let's, let's say, you know, where's God in this? 
and and let's real realign the way that we've been thinking and see how it changes your life. Right. And in the, in the Jeremiah, that eleventh verse where it said, They healed the wound of my people lightly. We talked right. about that. Yep. Saying peace, peace when there is no peace. Right. Right. See what what they did is they believed a lie. Right. And that's what's happening in our life. We believe ourselves or the media or something else, but we believe lies. Right. The truth is this. There is a God. I'm not him. Mm-hmm. He loves us. There's a plan for our lives. If I include him in there and I intentionally spend time with him and respond to him, and it, all of a sudden my life has purpose and meaning, and the idea of wanting to not be here anymore as far as suicide goes isn't there. Right, absolutely. And you know what? It will take time. Oh, you absolutely. Know, to, it's not yep. going to happen like overnight or instantly. You know, things take time, and it's, it's part of the process too that helps us depend more on God. Um, and that's part of it. And we need to remind ourselves of that. You know, if, if we're willing to go down this journey and you're willing to, to, to you know, change your mindset, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. Um, it'll, it'll take time to get there. But let me tell you this, it'll be worth the journey. It'll be far worth it because we live for a God that, that, is, that loves you and that is faithful. You know, even when we're not faithful, he's still faithful. Yep. And, and we can see that throughout Scripture, Dave. You know, we were meant to enjoy God and enjoy each other. We were meant to love God, which means obey Him, and to love each other, which means I get to be in the presence of people and say, I want what's best for you and use my life for that. And we invite you, join us in this journey. And uh, we so appreciate those people that spend time listening to us. Absolutely. So if you are out there wanting help or if you have questions, I would encourage you, go to our website, relate365.com. And on the homepage at the very bottom, there's a link you can click where somebody is there 24-7 to talk to. um, And they would love to just to chat, to see where you're at, to answer any questions. And uh, we encourage you to do that. Um, this is something that, that's becoming you know, a bigger and bigger thing. So we want to try to offer hope where hope is. And so we thank you for joining us this week on Younger and Older with Jason and Dave, and we will see you here next time.